1: Market-moving insight and analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street.
2: Good morning, and welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm David Faber with Jim Cramer. Carl has the morning off. You heard Joe talking about it's a data. To, well, today to watch a lot of uh, what we got going on here because the markets are going to be uh, volatile uh, this morning, and this is after. Uh, a number of difficult days, at least if you're long. Uh, and let's get to that uh, overall in the market. And of course, our roadmap, where we'll be talking about some of the underlying themes as well, including, of course, DC laying down the SPAC down, the SEC reportedly opening inquiry into Wall Street's blank check craze. We'll give you the latest there. And Viacom, CBS shares, man, they had a bad day yesterday, didn't they? But it looks like they may continue that slide. We'll talk a bit around that. And, of course, uh, Disinformation Nation, the CEOs of Facebook, Alphabet, Twitter, all of them will be testifying in front of Congress. That begins at noon Eastern. But, Jim, let's let's start off with the broader market at this point. And, you know, in making calls this morning in particular, I think this happens oftentimes. There seems to be a lot more pain than you would know from just looking sort of at the at the top. Of the, uh, of the water, so to speak. A lot of turbulence below. Um, and, and I'm just hearing it from, uh, you know, from any number of asset allocators uh, and, and investors this morning. I'm, cer- I'm curious as to what your thoughts are. And it's, it's obviously not just the institutions. It's also this retail cohort that seems to be getting hurt now, perhaps, whether it's SPACs, whether it's a lot of right. the other speculative names. You can take a look at the Russell. Um, you can take a look at ARC what are your thoughts at this point, given what we're looking at here right now in terms of especially the Nasdaq being down?
3: Well, one year ago, literally today, uh, we saw people come in, younger people, uh, and they had a run like very rarely we've ever seen, David. I mean, they believed that stocks can only go up. And they were right. And who is to criticize them uh, when you're right versus the uh, hedge funds that come on and telling you that you know, hell is coming or hell's freezing or whatever they want to say? David, it was an amazing run. But notice I say was. And I think that you yesterday uh, said the SPAC outs. That was right. The spacks are uh, people have had it with the SPACs. There'll be some good spacks, but it may not even matter. But David, it is a recognition that this cohort's being blown out. And I've been using the Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, one of the great uh, Wall Street strategists. We got through the denial phase. We, we were way through the anger phase. Holy cow, a lot of it was directed at you. Some directed at me. The bargaining phase to stay in. Well, you know, we kind of hit that. We are in the depression phase. We are not accepting yet what's going on. And the younger people, David, I've got to tell you, are being blown out in a way that I think you and I
2: uh, can only remember from uh, March of 2000. Um. It's, you know, it's important to keep an eye on it and see. But, right, to that extent, I mean, we've seen significant declines in the Russell. Uh, so many things that have captured the imagination of yes. investors. And that's why we talk so much about SPACs, because, of course, they are a phenomenon. They've created, by the way, a great deal of potential wealth amongst their sponsors, some of the investors, uh, and, of course, the investment banks that have been underwriting them at a furious pace. But there's the Russell, Jim. I mean, that oh, also wow. kind of you know, encapsulates to a certain extent. And you know what I heard this morning from any number of people is, listen, we know the growth names were suffering in part because we watched the yield move up mm-hmm. substantially in the 10-year and just across the curve. Uh, but now it's the recovery names that also have started to suffer. And by the way, the 10-year is back to 1.6 after right. that brief uh, foray into the 1.7 lands. Uh, and so what's going on is the question. Well, it is interesting. Is the economy suddenly weaker?
3: I don't see that. Uh, obviously, uh, this is day to day. and We have oil down today. Uh, oil has been very important. Oil was down today and the futures were up. And you knew that the futures were going to give it up. Uh, David, do you remember the... Um, the incredible crushing that the Shorts experienced with GameStop. Yes. Well, I've been tell- I don't talk to a lot of hedge funds, but in light of this, we've been trying to check
2: around. David, Nobody. Ever, that kind of blew out the Shorts. Yes, it did. So, so they were not necessarily there to capture the significant downside that's taken place over right. the last couple of and days. And so why don't you think about earnings. Viacom and three, what $3 billion worth of equity did to Viacom? Yeah. Uh, What it did was, listen, I mean, when we talk about Viacom yesterday, we've been talking about Viacom a lot, again, because it has been representative to a certain extent, there are those who would say, of a speculative fervor in the marketplace. Not that Viacom is not a good company, a strong company with potentially a secure future in some way. But did its valuation get to a point that seemed to be... Overdone, according to many of the people who follow the company closely? Of course it did, at 100. Did we sit here and say, hey, boy, they'd be smart to potentially sell equity given this level? Because, you know what, they got a pretty levered balance sheet. They've got plenty of things to pay for, whether it's their efforts in streaming or the NFL, the new rights package. It won't begin for another couple of years. And they went and did it. Good for them. Um, unfortunately, anybody who came in at 85, Jim, and bought that stock and that Morgan Stanley led offering is probably saying, what was I thinking? Why did I do it? Apparently, Morgan Stanley wall crossed as many as 40 different accounts. So it just gives you a sense as to how hard they were looking there. But they found them. They found them at 85. They also pulled off that the uh, the the uh, the uh, mandatory convert, which, by the way, is treated as equity on the balance sheet as well. So they raised the total. I think it was about two point seven bill. Great. They're going to be able to use it. I don't know if it was the way they articulated the fact that, hey, we are going to use this for streaming. Did that concern people as well? Because remember, they just rolled out their whole strategy on streaming in Paramount Plus not that long ago. And then they say, well, we're using this money for that. So you need more money? What's free cash flow going to look like? Right. This morning, you have a downgrade from our friend uh, Michael Nathanson over at Moffat Nathanson, who's talking about valuation there and the haves and have-nots. We can get to that in a minute. But... You know, as a reflection of what's been going on in the stock market, Viacom's not a bad one to use, is it, Jim?
3: No. And the other one is the one that you—I first heard from you, which is QuantumScape, which is maybe one of the best specs. They've got a battery. Remember, what we're really looking for is a battery that charges faster, that lasts longer. Okay, these guys have it. So they want to offer some stock. Uh, they announced that they're going to offer some stock, and the stock's probably at six, right around sixty-four. They wanted to do eight hundred million. Well, David, they're pricing it today at forty. So what that says is the 64 was not a real price. Is that will be? is that, right. and they downsized the offer. Um, there was just, there's a, that is again, emblematic. Yeah. So You had Viacom. It was just cutting. Kind of trading a well, hundred. They do 85 the next day. And now it's 66. And QuantumScape goes down to 40. It was yeah. at 64. And so what this says to me is the prices aren't real. They can't handle any volume. There are very few shorts. You had your chance to go in the deal and make a deal. And now it's a little late. And the, the fuel that you got right. from
2: younger people, David? Maybe. Well, that's, you know, that's my question. If we take a look, by the way, that, that, that does put it in some perspective, the year over year. Oh. Of course, Viacom hit lows it had not seen maybe ever, but it's still up 347, 350 percent even right now. And by the way, still up some 60, 70, maybe even more. I got to look at the latest numbers percent for the year. So let's not let's put it in some perspective. Right. But Jim, I guess my question to you is. You know, we were talking about the stimmies, which you see. The stimmies. Is it not being spent on stocks the way many had anticipated at least a portion of it would, or is it just too early? It's more like the swimmies in uh, I Am Charlotte
3: Simmons, a fantastic book. Okay, so here's what I think is happening, David. I want want everyone to watch the crawl underneath us, okay? Now, these were the stocks that were all going up during the period. There's QuantumScape, by the way, yeah, down $6. And you'll see, this is a measure of panic. Just as there were people who were buying these stocks, and they were typically airlines and cruise ships and SPACs and uh, names, David often associated associated with ARC, a Palantir. Well, they're they give up stocks. It, it, people just went out. Yeah. And uh, I think it's important that we talk about it because we can talk about unemployment claims, and it's certainly possible we can talk about the uh, what's going on in, on Capitol Hill. But what I see happening is the the younger people are saying. You know what? It turns out that stocks can go down, too. I thought that stocks, as uh, as Dave Portnoy, uh, in circular reason, did say stocks only go up, so buy stocks. Well, I think they're now discovering when stocks go down. When stocks go up, it's
2: a game. When stocks go down, it's pain. Uh, OK, when do you think it? Do you have a sense as to what will be a signal that's coming to an end? And again, we know the growth, many of the growth names have already been hit over a number of weeks now as we watch the yield move up, but it's also the recovery names. It's a broader sort of Decline here. When do we get a sense that it's over, Jim?
3: When they start, when they pull their deals rather than price a deal at forty, which is really ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they just saw when when people like uh, Greg Lemkow is doing a deal. Uh, the next Greg Lemkow and Greg's terrific, so there may not be a next Greg. But uh, when they cancel their deals, uh, when the IPOs I was listening to Leslie Picker this morning talk about how IPOs are, are flooding in, and yeah. that just ends. Okay, it's just got to end. All, All right. these things have to happen. You have to have a give up of stocks. They have to go down between five and ten percent. Watch Nike. as a great tell because Nike, uh, the, the critical uh, comments that they may or may not have made, frankly, about uh, minorities being discriminated against in China is going to cause Apple to be down a lot right. today. So you're having a crescendo, David, and that's something I used to talk about with late Mark Haynes, a crescendo. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because we had the crescendo earlier. Uh, we celebrated the anniversary Monday. That was the that was the hedge fund crescendo and the mutual fund crescendo. Now what do we got? Holy cow. I mean, we got, well, Jimmy Chill needs to be called in because dude, people aren't chilling.
2: People uh, aren't chilling. They're not they're happy. Not with chilling. It. They're not happy with it right now. Finally, let's talk SPACs for a bit. Uh, uh, Jim, you mentioned Greg yeah. Lemkow, of course, a uh, very senior member of the management team at uh, Goldman Sachs, who and left, to, hitter, join, who left to join MSD Capital, uh, as we always like to say, best hair on Wall Street. Uh, I think that gets unquestioned, really, right. at this point. Right. Um, but uh, $500 million uh, SPAC deal. Uh, and they will say that they are differentiated, Jim, that they that uh, Michael Dell's presence, that the presence of significant board members will appeal to those who are thinking about going public through a SPAC, that it will make them the marriage they want that they uh, as opposed to another SPAC. Uh, and one would expect these guys will also do, uh, to Barry Sternlicht's point yesterday, uh, a lot of due diligence and the like. Yeah. But well, it's another five hundred million dollars. The deals that have been coming lately uh, have been have been trading below ten. Yeah. And yesterday we saw a number of them. I don't know how many we can put up for you that have. Uh, there we go. Thank you. Decarbonization plus oh acquisition. God. Disruptive, by the way, disruptive, led by a very well known venture capital, not maybe well known, very successful Alex Davis. A lot of different athletes associated with that one Naomi Osaka, uh, Lewandowski, the great soccer player, traded below. Uh, There's Corazon Capital, Northern Genesis. That's one
3: of my things I served at Bar San Miguel, I crushed it with Corazon. I mean, look at all all these
2: names. These are just priced in the last couple of days. They're all trading below 10. Oh, my God. And by the way, uh, so the question becomes you just stop pricing them. Right. at Yes. Some point. And by the way, this has been going on for a while. Well, it's enough. not, you know, behind the scenes, things have been decelerating for a period of time, right. which is why I talked about the so-called SPAC out yesterday, because it wasn't just day one. Suddenly, of this, somebody pulling down the curtain, uh, you know, you've had pipes, the private investment, public equity that typically comes along when a SPAC announces their deal. Those have been uh, getting renegotiated. Those have uh, not been pricing. Uh, and you've had deals that have actually, you know, at least not been ready for prime time, Jim. So to your point, we're getting there. Yeah, we're getting yeah, there. Imagine the, the flood is now a trickle. Yeah, and these big uh, mutual funds that we're in, I mean, we're going to
3: look back and say, well, they aided and abetted it. We're going to look back and say that ARC aided and abetted it. We're going to, like,
2: find the people who She was who buying Jaws back. Spitfire yesterday, Kathy Wood. She bought it. Spitfire.
3: Yeah, she bought three, well, number three. So, it, it, it was Hurricane. Three or, How about Lancaster? I saw Operation uh, ARC-like. That was a number. It was Lyndon Johnson had that one going. I mean, where are they? They're out of names even. I,
2: she bought it. Jaws Spitfire Acquisition Corp. Yeah, Spitfire. she was buying that yesterday.
3: Yeah, well, the Spitfire was yeah, able SPFL. to stop the Messerschmitt. Okay, so maybe the Messerschmitt gets shot down. You know, um, David, I'm a little tired of it, and so are I you. I can tell you And more. we're not being, uh, you know, look, this is no laughing matter. A lot of the younger people who came in are realizing what you and I both know with just as a much tougher game. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, and we're going to get criticized as like we're on the side of the hedge funds. The hedge funds were blown out last year. I'm on the side of the people who I like, don't want to lose a lot of money. And when I see QuantumScape, I see Viacom. Look, I read Nathan's piece. It wasn't even that negative.
2: No, it it wasn't that negative. It's a good piece. It's a good piece about the haves and have-nots. Actually, he's positive on quite a few names. He does downgrade Viacom this morning, which may be one reason why the stock is continuing that decline we saw yesterday. But we'll see. By the way, we've we've got 17 minutes before we get started trading. We're going to take a commercial break.
3: I ran into someone who owns Snowflake. Yes. And I said, why do you love Snowflake? Mm -hmm. And they said, well... That's because it's a great company. And, and I said, what does it do? And the guy said, it's a great company. That's what it does. There you go. Well, you know, at 100 times sales, you
2: better have more than that. Commercial break. We're back on the other side. I think we'll talk a little bit about banks as well as more on that Nike story.
4: Every day.
2: On the beginning of our show, there shares of Nike are under pressure. You can see it again down 5 percent. This after becoming a target of criticism on Chinese social media, Jim. And I know this story has uh, gotten your interest. Uh, why? Well, first, my travel trust has it forever. It's a
3: great company. Second, they had a quarter that people felt was weak because of the port uh, problems at the ports, which are not letting up, according to Gary. Uh, Gary Freeman, last night on RH, great call. But, David, mostly because Nike is a company that has had, Fabulous relations with the PRC uh, they are with the sports ministry uh, in coming up with a plan for people to be in shape I, I uh, obviously Nike big big in China and um, it, this is causing of course everyone's going to look at any of the companies that are big in China, which is then going to lead to pressure in Apple. This is civil rights. One of the things that I think has shocked well, uh, people. We, we should what? tell
2: people what's going on here. because oh, well, Some should... people may not know the story. Let oh, me, I'll sorry. just, go you ahead, know, go go they, they, I guess, they put out a statement saying they were concerned about reports of forced labor in the Xinjiang, uh, and, uh, Xinjiang province, I guess, uh, and it doesn't use cotton from. That region, talking about the Uyghurs, of course, that autonomous region there. Right. Um, You know, and Jim, it does go to a a relatively new phenomenon in in corporate America and around the world of companies feeling as though they need to take a position or a stand on certain uh, human rights uh, issues. Uh, And it can, of course, result in other impacts on their business in doing so. Earnings per share cuts
3: because they're making statements. These are principal companies. What I think is uh, uh, difficult for people to understand about what's going on is is that we had tremendous tension, David, between China and our country during the uh, previous administration, but it was really geared toward commerce. It was not really geared toward m- minority issues. The other thing that you're going to find, climate control. Uh, I see that the uh, the Biden administration is actually asking for science with EPA going back to science. Yeah. Yeah. I, Science, uh, but what's amazing, David, is is that I had Nucor on last night. That they one of the things that they're uh, banking on is is that the Chinese pollute the sky by making cheap steel, and that the Biden administration is just as vehement about that as the Trump administration was about dumping. So pollution and minority rights are the new uh, the the new calling right. from governments. But and, and, and David, it's going to mean that companies that don't do business in China do better than the companies that do
2: business right. in China. All or, right. Or those that feel as though because of their various constituents, stakeholders, right, employees, customers and, of course, shareholders, they feel as though they need to say something. And in this case, Nike does. They sell a lot of a lot of product in China. But, David, don't you think it's
3: interesting that in t- the year 2021, taking a stance against forced labor is regarded as uh,
2: well it's not it's not except in China where it's going to raise antipathy from people on social media and conceivably result perhaps in sales well, going away in certain parts do people not
3: understand it is a communist Chinese dictatorship that is largely run by the PLA and it's got a strong man who's in charge what is what is it about China that people are confused what is it I don't
2: know that that many people are confused you know. No, I think they, they understand what's They going want
3: on. their dollars.
2: They want their, yeah. they want the commerce. It's a
3: giant market, isn't it? Yeah. Let's well, sacrifice anything for that
2: market, too. Hey, come on. You're a man in person you're a dollar sign impersonating a man. You
3: well, should know. I'm the most sincerely and sincere man in North America, but I'm still, I'm still against forced labor. I don't play. even think that's a radical position.
2: That's, no, I don't think so either.
3: You know, how about child labor? Remember, were you I'm, in favor against, of 12-year-olds no, going a, into I'm, coal mines? No,
2: I'm against that as well. Very much so. I know all of it. Lincoln was against this stuff. I'm always with Lincoln. That's a good place to be. All right, uh, take a minute, think about what you want to do for your mad dash, and everybody else stay I with us. To do we got that News Corp just bought Investors Business Daily? IBD. Really? Yeah. Well, all right. We got about uh, 19 minutes before we get started with trading. We're coming back right after this. All right. Time for a mad dash to get you ready for the opening bell as well. Seven minutes from now, Darden. Yes, I'm hoping the young people regroup.
3: And if they do, they'll go to where my daughter and I love to go, which is Olive Garden, which had numbers, believe it or not, that are regarded as being pretty good. They have minus 26. People are looking for minus 29. But, Dave, this is all about last man standing. I may wear this suit when I go to Olive Garden because you can stuff the rolls in. Look at this. You po- I You've got in good pocket room there. Yeah, for them. a lot of yeah. pocket room. But here's what matters, David. They did $2.10. people are looking for $1.95. They actually jacked their dividend from $0.37 cents all the way back to $0.88, cents, which was what it was before, before the pandemic. And if you looked at this chart on a longer-term basis to where it was a year ago, you're beginning to see, David, a serious separation from the companies that are solvent to the ones that are under. David, you want Italian food in this country now? You think you can go to one of the 150,000 restaurants that went under? You think you can go to the Longshoreman, my Italian bistro? I wish I could. I love no! it. No, you're going Olive Garden. Yeah, the never-ending salad bowl, David. The little, th- the things they have on the table. You can play games, so you don't have to talk to your parents. Oh, nice! It's just a fabulous place to eat, and it's killing it. It's yeah. crushing it. it- they're
2: last man standing. Uh, so there's something positive. Now, well, back to our conversation about checks. I mean, is that where these things are, are being spent? Where are In the stock market? Yeah. I just hope
3: hoped it. Maybe I saw them buying QQQs. That's good. Yeah. But the them thing, David, GameStop and Tesla. We haven't talked about those two. No. Remember, GameStop said they might do an at-the-money offering. They might do an actual offering. Offerings are obviously the kiss of death if you look at QuantumScape. Uh, MP, right. which is a company that I like, they yes, did a deal with like Lookout Biocom. and then Viacom. There are no shorts left, Dave. They no. took them out. Yeah. It was the GameStop massacre. It was almost like the Valentine's Day
2: massacre. All right, we got to uh, we got to go for a second here. We'll be right back with an opening bell. Also going to talk about the banks, some earnings that we got last night from Jeffries. Interesting to look at as well. Stay with us. Welcome back. Uh, we got about two minutes before we get started with trading. Jim, you know, uh, the banks, of course, have still been a relatively strong uh, part of the market. Energy also has been hanging in there. I did notice Jeffrey's numbers. We don't talk about it that often, but it's gotten to be a fairly large market cap now at this point. They blew it away. I mean, just crushed it. They had a 43.5% return on tangible equity. It's incredible. 43.5%. Uh, and all the numbers, as you might anticipate, and we can take a look at them in terms of investment banking. And one reason why we do like to look at this as well is it can be at least a reflection of what we can expect from the larger banks when they come. But, you know, advisory equity underwriting, um, that doesn't put in perspective the year-over-year comparisons, which is really what we were trying to show here, but... um, you can see where we are, what but they were doing. I mean, the deal. numbers were 80, up 80 plus percent. That's why I don't like this idea. It's value versus
3: growth. It's not. It's up, upside surprise companies versus companies that are going to deliver OK earnings. I, Richard Handler, David, he has made this. Uh, it's not a renegade firm. I mean, I, Boyd Jeffries, I knew Boyd Jeffries pretty well when I started trading. Boyd yeah. Jeffries was a scrappy guy, a great guy. Richard Handler's put together a powerhouse. And, and I've got to tip my hat is off to him. His dad is, was my accountant for years and years. Ago. I know. I
2: remember you said that many times.
3: Oh, his dad was the greatest. Um, and I've got but, to tell you, this is, this you know, is emblematic. Of by the way, they
2: benefited from middle markets. They benefited right. from the SPAC craze, and many firms have. And so we'll have to wait and see if these numbers, it doesn't appear that they well, perhaps will be Pete? sustainable. Is it peak? When you have 81% capital markets net revenue over what was a record a year ago anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's the opening bell. You hear it right now at the big board. SEMrush, a maker of online marketing tools, celebrating its IPO. And over at the NASDAQ, also celebrating its IPO. Diversity, it's a provider of cleaning and hygiene products. I well, we'll mean, speak. I just, we want to Let's see, see charities know. ringing the bell. We don't want any more companies. <laughs> um, oh, what about the banks? You know, we're talking Jeffries. Let's talk about some of the larger names, which are still, which are still quite positive for the year. Is that a place to hide? Well, I don't want to hide
3: in anything. I I think you got to like stocks. And I think that uh, when we see what we're talking about, which is that we need to see a cessation of the deals, then I think it's possible for you to say, you know what, we don't need these stocks right now either. Uh, Look, it's fine. It's okay. Let them go down a little. They've been unbelievably good. I I just am calling for a pause here, David. I'm not saying it's a bear market. I'm saying, well, you know, a little pause let these, I mean, so Bank of America's done really good this year. Let, let, it, let it hang there for a while. Right. Uh, but I think that we have to start worrying if when QuantumScape and Viacom, by the way, these are both good companies. Right. Uh, of the SPACs, QuantumScape's
2: got something, it, it's got something proprietary. You believe in their, it's solid state battery technology, I believe right? that. That's the, what we're talking about. I there. think batteries should it be It is down 12 plus percent on news of this offering that they downsize, but are getting right. done. I, so I, let's I, see if it holds. Yeah,
3: but it just shows you that if you're in a stock, many of the companies that have come public need equity. So therefore, I think that you don't want to give up on J.P. Morgan. Well, you look at that. You don't want to give up on J.P. Morgan. You don't. I mean, it's just a great company. But at the same time, I mean, if we're all talking about the need to stop spacs and stop IPOs and stop the supply, well, then there are going to be some people who downgrade these stocks.
2: Um, Yeah, there are. Uh, I mean, you know, well,
3: how's Jeffrey's doing on that blowout quarter,
2: David? That, well, listen, it has moved up a lot, like so many other names. It has moved up a lot in anticipation well, that, of what would have been a very, what was expected to be a very strong quarter. Now, obviously, part of it may also be that, you know, in particular, that, at that firm, maybe they're taking market share as well. Right. It's not but how about the charm offensive of that of right. Pat Gelsinger put on? Okay. From Intel. Yeah. Well, and man, you, were, you, were, you were featured yesterday a lot in terms of at least being the naysayer there, you know, trying to just rain on Mr. Gelsinger's That's not parade. fair. Parade.
3: I was even handed. You were. You were. 67 you were. went to 61. Well, I mean, bravado. I think it's terrific what he wants to do. But at the same time, Dave, what I'm saying is, is that remember the days when someone would say the stock would run up, someone have something good and it would just keep going up. Yes. Which was like kind of a new kind of money management. Or maybe it was the, the skimmy people. Stimmy, skimmy, <laughs> skimmy, but, but now it's like you know when you report good news. Now people are selling the news, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's the old way to do it. Remember when stonks just stonks?
2: That it feels stonks. like it was just yesterday. You know why? It was because it, it was just, just yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Hey, look, you, you GameStop can't, is GameStop's up. Oh my God, GameStop's really? up five percent. Well, there yes. you go. I mean, there you go. That's a or kind or so. of a.
3: You know what that is? That's
2: Zindernuff. Mm. Zindernuff. Okay.
3: Just every right. man dead or alive must do its part. Right, you know, he's got to do its part. So it's doing its the part. The people who are dead have alive. to do their part to keep GameStop up, and therefore, you know, Ryan, where was Ryan?
2: I don't know where Ryan is eating ice cream. Was he saved? I may, <laughs> saving Private Ryan. Is that what you're going with now? Yesterday was a bridge too far. How about far. General Sherman? You, lo- you if, love all if, your hey, military movies, do if he ran, movies, he wouldn't serve you? that guy. Yeah, George Sherman. No, I
3: mean this is like it's theater now, David. It's Richard
2: III. I wonder if GameStop—that was a good play, by the way. Like that. One. You like that? One? Yeah, a kingdom. Very wise. Or or I never liked or the or comedies, wise. just for this. You never? No, you didn't like the comedies? Oh. oh, I think if they were done properly, they were very funny. What with Henny Youngman? No. All right, not Henny Youngman.
3: Anyway, God. David, it's just—it's happening, and it, it's going to stop the moment yeah. that the flood stops. You can come back because you and I both know the youth movement is not over.
2: No. I don't think it is. It's not. It's here to they're stay. They're just going to be a little more circumspect. It's here to say Maybe they'll place, you know, they're going to be focused on the final four for a while. Uh, can't well, I guess we'll we're we'll out of 16 Barstool? now, and then they'll be focused on that. And then when, that, when March Madness passes, maybe they'll come back to, uh,
3: no, we can't, to betting on the stock they market. They are forced, but they're going to have to
2: rethink
3: their, the way that they invest because um, um, they were a
2: little too bullish. Uh, we, got, we have a hearing coming up at noon. We're going to hear from oh, Zuckerberg. Yeah. We're going to hear from Dorsey. Sundar Pashai, any thoughts in terms of what any significance there uh, from their testimony?
3: Well, it is interesting that you've got very different points of view about how to defend yourself. And uh, Alphabet really talks about how great they've been uh, with the election. Uh, Zuckerberg's a little more cerebral in the sense that he's got a kind of a broad rap about freedom. And uh, Jack Dorsey's basically saying, you know, look, we are about transparency. But all of them, David, are are, I think they're in a second stage now, which is, all right, you want to you want to regulate us? Well, what are you going to do? Are you going to set up, David? The interstate, and here's a good one for you, are you going to accept the Interstate Commerce Commission of 1887 where you have a captured agency that then does exactly what these guys are doing now? By the way, David, what? They- Facebook is so cheap. That's why I say this is not value versus growth. Right. Facebook is so cheap. That's one that you want to watch. Oh. Alphabet is cheap, especially because they're getting a lot of ad money. So it's not like there's a bear market in everything.
2: No, that may well be
3: the case. I mean, I had Nucor on last night. Do you know that Nucor had the be- It's going to have the best quarter it's ever had? I did not And know they that. think the next quarter is going to be better. And it's at eight times earnings. It's got a dividend. It's the largest steel company in America. It's also a company that is- recycles. It's a- the greenest company in steel. Do yeah. you think anyone who's younger cares about Nucor? Uh, probably I mean, not. I could wear a sandwich board that says buy Nucor wherever young people congregate. Right. I don't know where they congregate because it's right. COVID. You know, put a mask on that says Nucor on it. And I'd they like don't it. care because they don't want Nucor.
2: I'd kind of like to see that, you and a sandwich They don't want board. Nucor, David. They want ARC. Would you, would you arc. say buy Nucor or would you actually have the symbol N-U-E? What, how would, you, what would you go with there?
3: I haven't thought no. about it yet. All right. well, Good yield, though. David, it's it, ARC.
2: It, yep. They want ARC. $20 billion market value, Nucor largest steel company in the country i think the largest aluminum company in the country has like a billion dollar market value of course very good company they
3: they make Um, all kinds of steel they're ready for infrastructure eight times earnings that
2: you want something great that's going to have great
3: year over year comparisons there are things that Um,
2: things are are, listen things are turning a little bit even right now we got the nasdaq down only half a percent we've got apple facebook google amazon all up those are cheap yeah Fang is cheap okay cheap
3: Versus its history. Okay. I had last night the wrong fang going up, Diamondback. Okay? Yes. We don't want to see Diamondback going up, even though it's a great Permian operator. We want to see fang going up because these stocks have had their multiples compressed. They are natural leaders. They are terrific. A year ago this week, Apple fell below a trillion dollars. It shouldn't have. I think Apple can do fine with China. I think China is important. But I do feel, David, that we're going to have a reversion to companies that are very good and are not companies that are dream
2: companies. Okay, well, that will rule out a lot of the companies that have come public through SPACs over the last few months.
3: But the real companies are good. I mean, go through the testimony of uh, these guys are so Zuckerberg is very thoughtful. I mean, look, I mean, he's not like Thoreau thoughtful,
2: but it's a good piece.
3: Do you know that I lived in Emerson Thoreau's room when I went to school? I did
2: not know that. Yeah. No, I see. I'm hey, always like learning that. things about you, even all these years into our long yeah.
0: partnership. Emerson here, and, was thoughtful. Still too. learning
2: new things. He was did thoughtful. Did you see that Chrissy Teigen got off Twitter? I mention that because she actually was a very important member of that community for a very long time. Well, so it, it may sound silly, but it's, maybe it's not. I mean, and you know, you deal with all the haters all the time, but there are some I people who just haters. finally they throw just, their hands up.
3: They make me happy. Um, but I, I'm looking for, well, Twitter's actually very expensive stock, but it has such good it has such good momentum. I mean, do the PayPals and Twitters, do they continue to go up? I think that they've got, they've got something to recommend them for. But David, we're going to have reversion not to value, but to inexpensive stocks that were expensive. So that's what to watch. David, um, you used to ask me about the key to the market. Y- y- yeah, I didn't y-
2: today because y- we y- were busy y- talking y- about y- Jeffries. watch. Stop doing that. Uh, I didn't stop doing it. Today's the first day I haven't done it. What's I'm the key to this you, market, Jim? I'm giving you Salesforce.
3: Again? I, mean,
2: I think it was, yet. Yeah, oh no, you mentioned, it, maybe it wasn't the key yet. Well, it's just,
3: David, it's straight down from 284 to 206. Mm-hmm. They lost uh, Selepsky, uh, okay? Selepsky yes. was brilliant. This is a guy who was Tableau, it was Amazon, then he went to Tableau, and now he's running Amazon Web Services. Uh, I think that he's fabulous, but I really want to know, David, how much can you hate the Slack deal so much that you just don't stop selling Salesforce? I mean, is this the momentum of tech?
2: I don't know, but I'm so glad you gave me a chance to talk about. I thought it was a segue. Photonics, well done, because uh, we do have to talk about it, Jim. This this uh, bidding war that uh, for for some t- for a brief period at least included three different companies for, Co- for coherent has apparently come to an end, and they uh, they go with two six, even though the composition of their deal actually amounted to a couple of bucks less. You could argue than the uh, the Lumentum offer for coherent, but they go with two six. And it still needs a shareholder vote. Don't forget, Uh, there's no break fee. There still needs a shareholder vote. Lumenum gets their money and gets to go home. That stock is going up to six, not too bad uh, right there. And you can see still trading well below the implied value of the deal, in part because there is still a lot of approvals here that are going to be needed. So we are talking about a decent amount of time. Listen, um, the board may have thought, well, it's going to be a little less leverage. I think they probably like the management team better and just think that they're going to be able to deliver more on their Overall, uh, or execute on their plan uh, for their part 26 six say, hey, we create a global leader of greater scale to address irreversible mega trends. Oh, Jim. Mega trends uh, in, uh, in photonic solutions, compound semiconductors and laser technology and systems. Uh, they're saying it's going to accelerate their growth, increase their competitiveness on and on in terms of sales synergies as well. Remember, when they all had a chance to look more deeply into it, the numbers suddenly went up. But there you have it, at least for now. By the way, Lumentum, though, for their part, do we have what they said? I mean, they didn't say it quite. It's not over. But they're not happy. They said the board's chosen to accept an offer. It's inferior. Uh, we had 283. They were at 281. And they're still sort of throwing their well, hands up we, and wondering uh, David, why why they did it. But from what I'm hearing, there are any number of different reasons behind it, including perhaps less leverage at the combined company. Well,
3: think about the persistence that, that we got With Cisco, with the Acacia deal. Yes. Okay? They hold on, they hold on, they head on. We'll look at Cisco. Again, here's a value stock. But it's not a value stock. It's a growth stock. It's going to have good year-over-year earnings. And they, they hung on to do that Acacia deal. A lot of people thought they are going to walk away. They renegotiated. And now Chuck Robbins has got a stock that is at it. Listen to what this stock has, okay? It's at its it's at 52-week high. We're talking about it, Cisco, Cisco now. Yep. It's yep. got a th- almost 3% yield. Okay. It's got a pristine balance sheet. Yes, David, it is about Enterprise 5G. People are starting to come back to the central office. I'm saying that there are plenty of stocks that, these, that the Stimmies... Should think about the younger people. Well, look, look at that. Look
2: what you're. You don't have to just
3: be in an AMC.
2: No, but also the performance this year is paltry to say the least compared to many of its competitors. It's not
3: expensive. It's an inexpensive stock, and it's not a growth stock. It's at sixteen times earnings. It's going to have good year-over-year numbers. I am urging people to reconsider what they're buying, particularly the younger people. Okay. Because there are stocks that are working, David. Okay. it's just not the ones they're buying.
2: Right. Uh, Let's get to Bob Bassani. Bob, we do have a bid here, at least for some of the biggest cap technology names. But overall, of course, the market continues lower, though already off its lows of the session.
1: Yeah, it's a a very strange market. It's actually a very modest drop. The S&P is holding up okay this week, and yet there's a lot of underlying anxiety. Let's just take a look. Uh, Nice open here. At least we're seeing some movement. In uh, some of the tech names here, it's flattish, but not as bad. There's the ARC fund uh, week again. But you see the reflation trade is not working and the tech trade is not working. This is a sort of characteristic of parts of the market in the last few days. It's got a little bit of concern. Energy is a complete round trip. I mean, it was up 10 percent in the last month. It is down 10 percent. Uh, in the last month. Uh, as far as market issues, there's three or four things that are really weighing on everybody right now. First is that we've had these stable lower yields. It's not helping stocks overall. Then we have the high-tech multiple names, those over 30 multiple sort of breaking down rather noticeably. The reflation trade is not really running anymore. It's not dropping dramatically. Energy is. But the rest of it's just not really going up anymore. And then we've had this strange issue in the last few days where there just seems to be a lot less retail interest. I don't know how much of a trend this is but yesterday very strange with GameStop and AMC big day for GameStop down 30% going into the close and could not attract any buyers Two-thirds of the normal volume. Same with AMC, big down day. You see it's kind of uh, flattish today, but you want to keep an eye on that retail interest. Maybe David's right. Maybe they're all out uh, betting on March Madness at this point. In terms of sectors here, very noticeable moves here in the last, really since the middle of February, and interest rates started moving up. You see the ARC fund down 30 percent, the IPO fund down 28 percent, SPAC. You see all down about the same here, those big uh, uh, momentum names. The NASDAQ, S&P still only down 3 percent. From the historic high. So that's what's strange about the certain sectors of the market hit really strongly. You can see today if you look at some of the ARK Invest holdings like CRISPR Therapeutics and Zoom Video, Teladoc, uh, Zillow, Roku, all of those names. Uh, flattish to slightly down again, but there's a lot of damage in these names. If you look at it from their 52 week high and for most of the cases, the 52 week high was in the middle of February when interest rates started going up. That's when they started going down. Look at these declines here. Now, some of these all have multiples that are huge. Zoom has an 80 multiple, but some of them don't even make any monies. CRISPR, Teladoc, Roku, they're still losing money. So they don't even have forward multiples. That's what I mean. The big high multiple names are the ones that have got hit most as rates have moved up a little bit. Finally, just want to note the mega cap tech names, uh, not nearly as much damage, but that's still pretty noticeable. You know, AMD, Xilinx, some of the big semiconductor names, more than 20 percent off of their highs. Very strange moment in the market here. Not quite rotation, not quite moving down. They're, they're struggling to get a coherent
2: theme going. David, back to you. Yeah, thanks, Bob. No, this seems certainly to be the case. And again, those big cap uh, tech names are a bit higher this morning. Let's uh, let's get a check in now on the bond
4: market. And for that, of course, we go to Rick Santelli. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, David. You know, this morning we brought out some important data. And even though 684,000 on initial claims is too high and 3,870,000 on continuing too high. It is humongous progress. Let's look at the chart. The all time high ever in initial claims prior to COVID was 695,000. You see it there on that chart, 1982. But what's fascinating is when you go to the present, all of that turns into a flat line because obviously that high watermark from March of 2020 was just under 7 million. So you see what happens with automatic scaling. The point of this is, is that not only are we making good progress, We did pass something that was almost $2 trillion, and the hook for that is it's going to help on this jobs front. So we're making good progress. That money, obviously, is just starting to get in the system. It's helping to fuel that supplemental jobless benefits that would have expired mid-March. So all things being equal at face value, this is a very good start. Now, if you look at a one-week of 10s, you can see 153 should be pretty good support. Zoom it out. Uh, you see from February, that was a key close. We have drifted from those 172.5 high-yield closes that we had last Thursday. Finally, let's look at what's going on with the dollar index. This is one-week chart. One-week chart. Look at that. It's up over a penny, up over 1%, and we continue to see the dollar index is a good tell that interest rates, even with their current pullback, most likely are going to continue to remain firm. Jim, David, back to you. Yeah, that's quite a chart, there. 3% in a week. Rick, thank you.
2: Rick Santelli with the bond report. Before we go to break, take a quick look at the markets. As you can see, the Dow, uh, the largest single loser right now, the Nasdaq well off its lows, only down 0.12%. We've got a lot more squawk on the street for you right after this. Credit Suisse is giving its junior bankers special $20,000 bonuses as Wall Street tries to address concerns that junior bankers are Overworked and underpaid during a surge in capital markets activity. Uh, underpaid, I don't know, um, Jim. Interesting. Now, by the way, Credit Suisse—one of the firms that has been flat out because they've been a leader in underwriting—right? Spacs.
3: Wow. Well, I'm not sure it's money that they want.
2: What do you think they want?
3: They want freedom. They want. Freedom. 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 They want, freedom. Freedom. <laughs> they want uh, to Love be treated with uh, a, a better. Um, I don't think $20,000 ameliorates the, the pain that these people um, It are also
2: enjoying. does point to the fact that these banks are spending virtually nothing on TNE. Nobody's traveling. Right. Nobody's taking anybody out to dinner. Nobody's taking black cars home late at night. Well, Nobody's Chanty getting food Ryan. in the office. None of that. In Shantanu so.
3: and Orion yesterday, we should have asked him the CEO yeah. of Adobe, which had a great quarter that nobody liked. You want a good company, you buy Adobe. They, they, there was a fabulous quarter. No one cares. But they talked about how expenses are coming up, David, because people are going to start traveling and They're
2: seeing right. clients again. Margins are going to get a little depressed there. I mean, but, but by the way, Adobe is another example of a company, a lot of money going straight to the bottom line. They've been spending nothing. I, I, the quarter was incredible, but nobody, I mean, that's the kind
3: of stock that that people skimmy, stimmy, mimi people should buy. It's its not going to be a meme stock, Adobe.
2: All right, so we got it's two. It's never going to be a meme. Two already, Cisco yep. and Adobe. Let's take a quick commercial break. Perhaps Jim will have some more names to share with us. We're back after this. Just listening to Richie Havens singing Freedom. Great song. What do you got there?
3: You know what this does besides give your pimples and maybe stop COVID? Now what? It helps against the cold and flu season, which is why Rite Aid is down huge today. It's also bringing down the cohort, Walgreens, of which is now run by the unbelievable... Yeah, <laughs> Roz Brewer. Brewer. who is just, I think, going to do a remarkable job. CVS, there was actually a number raised today, I think, because of, of the vaccine. But I think that this no cold and flu season, that's going to... That can reverberate throughout the whole industry. So I don't want to own the drugstore stocks right now. That has been one.
2: There aren't a lot of positives. Well, because one has been that we've basically had no flu this year. This is, helps. Yeah. It helps.
3: And, David, tonight Tell I have me. another stock that should be up What's much on more. the big show tonight? I've got RH. That stock is only up 17. That's ridiculous. This is one of the best quarters ever. And then grow generation, David, that's the picks and shovels that you need in order to take get into the uh, cannabis business. And we've got New York State on the verge of allowing people to grow cannabis. Now, I'm not sure what cannabis is. I know that people say it's uh, it's pot, but pot to me, David, oh. uh, is uh, a, a comp that was a fertilizer
2: company. It was that There's was some p- potash. Eyes. There's a lot of empty storefronts in New York City that would do well to become dispensaries. Jim. Well, anyway, I and think provide much-needed oh, revenue to the state and to the city.
3: Yes, that's why gambling's um, so good. They haven't got it right in yeah, New, gambling, New York. But I have to tell you, both these stocks should be higher. But if everyone's just going to focus on Palantir and Blackberry and AMC,
2: they're going to miss. Real companies that are doing real things, and I picked up two of them from you today that you well, well you 've been positive on for some time, although i don 't remember you being quite as enthusiastic about cisco as no you're you 're right
3: you 're right i, I was it, they had a couple of misses, mm-hmm. but it was never expensive and Now I was waiting for people to come back to the central office, and now they 're coming so it 's a reopening play, and I should have been more cognizant of that okay that 's good David, we should not uh, counsel despair. we should cancel despair. Uh, but start thinking about real opportunities with real companies like a newcorp.
1: Okay. Like a Nucor. Okay. You've been listening to The Opening Bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street.
0: This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you.